Welcome everyone to Matthews Arena here in Boston. Game two of our Hockey East weekend set. Merrimack is set to take on the Northeastern Huskies. Time for our pregame chat. John Leahy speaking with the head coach of the Merrimack Warriors, Scott Borick. And Scott, well, a 2-1 to loss up at UNH last night. A terrific college hockey game in spite of the outcome. I thought that uh, Merrimack certainly deserved a better fate. Uh, really a heartbreaking loss. What was your overall assessment of it? You know, I was I was obviously disappointed with the result, um, and and uh, I thought that our guys played really hard. We've actually played our best hockey after that goal got counted, um, but I, you know, Drew played great in front of us, uh, behind us, gave us a chance to be in the game, and then uh, I thought our team played really hard, really structured. Uh, I was really pleased. Sometimes you get the big ice and guys run around a little bit, and I thought for the most part we played a really good hockey game. Uh, the result didn't show it. You know, we were still struggling mightily to score. Um, but I think that um, I was pleased with our effort, and I was pleased with the way we stayed with the game. You know, that controversial goal, which uh, I'm 100% certain should not have been counted, um, the uh, guys bounced back from it and kept playing, and sometimes that can send you into a spin that can be ne- really negative and get away from you, as we saw the last time we played Northeastern at Merrimack. Uh, but in this situation, I thought we responded really well, and you know, we got an unfortunate fate at the end of the game. Well, Drew Vogler, Scott, you mentioned that uh, maybe his best game as a Warrior in the four years he's been here. That was one special effort, and a lot of the saves he made were were outstanding. Yeah, no, especially in the first two periods. I thought that uh, third period he didn't face as much, which is what was so bad about the way that game ended. But uh, I thought in the first two periods he really allowed our team. You know, when you're in a situation where you are where you're just searching for a win, any win, um, I think that your team sometimes starts off on their heels. And uh, we did in that game. And, and even though we scored early, we still played really defensively. Uh, and he made a couple of really big saves. And I thought it really picked our bench up and our team started playing more on their toes and being more aggressive and started creating some really good opportunities for ourselves as well. So uh, no question the goaltending last night for us was our our highlight um, and that it actually put us in a position to play our best hockey of the year probably. Well, Scott, you decided to challenge that UNH goal. Ultimately, uh, the uh, the goal was upheld, and you lost your time out there. What did you see on the play that prompted you uh, to challenge that play? Well, what I saw was number one. I thought the ref was, you know, he, he first he waved the goal off, so he needs indisputable evidence to uh, overturn that call. There wasn't indisputable evidence. I think if you talk to the ref today, or if you talk to the head of officials, he'd tell you there wasn't indisputable evidence. Uh, it's still the fact. It's, it's no doubt in my mind. I'm, I'm right on. In this position. Uh, the second thing that happens, I thought he had, was his hand was moving towards his mouth when uh, the puck went in the net, which means the whistle is actually blo- uh, blown. It's not when he blows it, it's when his intent to blow it is. Uh, so I thought that was the second thing. And the third thing, which is the most evident thing, which is the most frustrating thing for me, was they had a man in the crease who clearly interfered with uh, Ryan Cook and put Ryan Cook on top of our goaltender. That's a no-brainer. There should have been an interference penalty. The game should have played on, but uh, instead we got against us. But, you know, but I, I did really, and I said it in the post-game press conference, I really liked the officials. They communicated very, very well. They made a mistake. Uh, and, you know, it's not the first or last one we're going to see, and we all certainly make those same mistakes in the heat of the battle. But um, it was disappointing because this team needs a break, not, a, not an official's mistake. Well, uh, last night, Scott, you had uh, Von Unger and Sternberg paired with Babcock and Irvine. That really gave you some speed uh, on that larger sheet. Uh, How did you feel that uh, line combination worked out in terms of uh, the speed on the larger sheet? 
I thought it was really positive. I mean, obviously they scored the goal, uh, but I thought they were able to generate a lot of pressure. You know, they would never, they spent very little time in their own end uh, on the game because they put so much pressure on the other team's defense. The other team's defense tends to be standing behind the blue, so they weren't able to keep the puck in as much. But I was really impressed with the way they pressured the puck and the way they got up ice. All three of them played penalty kill, which was very good yesterday. Uh, so I thought it was a good combination. I really liked what they gave us. And I thought Dominic Dockery really was outstanding last night. Uh, did a lot of the little things well, a lot of the things that uh, don't necessarily show up on the stat sheet. Uh, what were your thoughts on his play last night? I think Dom has really played well for most of the year. Now with Covey out, he's been pushed into kind of the primary role. and uh, He's penalty killing, he's power play, he's 5-on-5, five five, he's 4-on-4. Four four. He's in every situation. I love the development throughout the year of his game. I really like the direction it's going into. Uh, and going into his future, I think it's really, really bright. Uh, but I thought his game last night was outstanding, and, and he continues to play well. He's uh, very, had very few uh, bad nights this year, and I think his game from the beginning of the year to now has really expanded, and I'm, I'm proud of his effort, but I'm also really happy with the results. Well, Scott, uh, also last night, uh, power play continued to struggle a little bit. Uh, what do you feel are the keys to kind of get that going? Well, you know, I thought it was interesting because uh, live I was obviously frustrated. We weren't able to put the game away when we got those power plays. Uh, watching the video, we had some unbelievable chances. You know, pucks through the crease and great looks. Um, you know, we don't have a lot of offensive confidence, and that's where it really stands out is in the power play. And, and so uh, that's that. we just need to get pucks in the net, get body net, volume shooting, uh, and get a lot of traffic and, and get one off our knee. You know, just I think it's like everything else in our offensive game. We need to break the ice, and that's one of the areas the game that's really holding us back right now that we got to continue to develop. Well, Scott, tonight you get a final crack at Northeast, and this is a team they won't have Primo, they won't have Madden, they're still at the World Juniors. Uh, what do you feel will be you know, important as you take on Northeastern here tonight? Well, I think the biggest thing for us is just to remain uh, composed. You know, um, Northeastern tends to be a difficult team to play against. They're a very good team. They get a lot of skill. Um, unfortunately, I don't like the way they play the game. Um, you know, they, they uh, will, will bait the officials a little bit, and they, they talk a lot. And so composure is going to be critical. Like, I think that really turned the game at uh, Merrimack in a bad direction uh, when we kind of lost our composure because of, uh, you know, they were they're just a very, um, talkative team, you know, that's a polite way of saying it, and so I think they got our, under our guy's skin, and that was unfortunate. Uh, the game we played here, obviously, they fell down a lot, uh, so we need to make sure that we keep our composure, first and foremost myself, uh, but also the team. I, I think that uh, you know, we, in both games, I really felt like we played pretty well, and we got smoked in both of them, and I thought it was all about composure. Um, they got a lot of talent, a lot of skill. They're deep. The goal was playing today. Started for them as a freshman. Was at a very good year, so they not, you know, they're missing two really good players, but they replaced it with two really good players. So uh, that's not a huge deal for us. We need to remain composed. A big issue for us tonight is we'll only be dressing 5D, and one of them is not named John Kovacevic, so that's a problem. Um, but we're going to need to manage our ice time well. We're going to need to make sure our guys uh, short shifts, don't play too much offense early in the game, uh, manage our ice, and that's going to be game management. going to be really critical for us to be successful. Well, Scott, uh, you mentioned it a moment ago, sort of a unique twist to the lineup tonight. You, you won't have the extra skater, uh, and uh, Cole McBride is going to be actually back on D tonight. Uh, what type of experience uh, does he have back there, and what kind of went into your decision to, to uh, structure the lineup that way? 
Well, you know, Cole is going to primarily play forward. He might give us a shift or two uh, on the back end. He's had some experience when he was younger, uh, a little bit in junior, uh, and a little bit more when he was younger than that. Uh, but at the end of the day, we just need someone to take a couple of shifts, you know, a shift a period or a couple of shifts. He'll play predominantly uh, at forward, though. And I think with the, um, the other thing that's really important for us tonight is to make sure, like, we could have dressed another player, obviously, but that would have given us 14 forwards on the bench. Um, and it would have been really unlikely that we would have played the 14th forward and it would have been a distraction just having that person on the bench to the team. And so, um, you know, that's that's why we did take advantage of the full lineup tonight um, because it wasn't going to be a position that was going to be used and so why put us in that position. Uh, so we're, we're hopeful Cole can give us a shift of period. If, if the game goes okay, we might just try to go without him taking a shift at that position. Uh, but he'll start up front, uh, and he knows uh, now that he's gonna, there's a chance that we're going to call his number on the back end. All right, great, Scott. Uh, we appreciate your time. Uh, we'll fly to, to, to Detroit tomorrow. Going to take on Michigan Tuesday night. Looking forward to that. But in the meantime, best of luck tonight, and, uh, and we'll, uh, we'll talk to you then. Really appreciate it, John. And, uh, yeah, that'll be a great trip for the team. And bring the group together. And Yost Arena is one of the special places to play. So we're excited for that as well. But take care of business tonight, and then get on that plane tomorrow morning. All right, we look forward to it. That's Merrimack head coach Scott Borick on the TSR Hockey Warm-Up Show. And when Mike and I return, we'll have the Dunkin' Donuts starting lineups from the Northeastern next. You're listening to Merrimack Warrior Hockey on the Merrimack Radio Sports Network.